Welcome to the Orange County chapter of the American Advertising Federation's podcast. This podcast is all about talking to different individuals in the marketing and advertising community in Orange County. My name is Rob Patterson, and today we'll be talking with Tori Tayanaka. He is the CEO and owner of Sparkhouse. It's a video marketing production company in Orange County, California, and we're going to be talking all about video as well as entrepreneurship. Welcome, Tori. Thank, Thank you, you so much for doing this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so the first question, of course, would be find out a little bit more about your background. Can you tell us a little bit more about you know, how you started and how you got into this industry and, and why video? Yeah, so um, I started this company actually in high school, um, 15 years ago now, um, under a different name. But uh, we specialized in real estate marketing, uh, specifically photography, videography, graphic design, print work, uh, website stuff. Back then, I kind of thought I wanted to do everything. Um, so my mom was a real estate agent. I helped her with some of her marketing, and it expanded out. We were helping with uh, Century 21 of Laguna Niguel, uh, Remax, uh, you know, a bunch of the, the local um real estate agencies kind of helping with all their marketing. Um, when that market crashed in 2008 was a perfect time that I actually was getting into USC film school. Mm -hmm. So I went to USC for the School of Cinematic Arts, uh, learned cinematography, learned storytelling, kind of elevating the quality and the, and the, the engagement of our video content. Uh, Rebranded the company to be called Sparkhouse, what it is today, and mm -hmm. brought moved back down to Orange County um, after school. Um, to grow the agency as a, a video content, branded content um, agency. So at that point, it allowed you to expand beyond just real estate. You were able to take on any type of client at that point, right? Yeah, we were always looking to, to obviously expand outside of real estate. Um, one of the things that we really took pride in, in what we learned from real estate, though, was that entrepreneurial spirit uh, that when our clients are paying for something, that we're going to bring them ROI mm -hmm. bigger than what they're paying for. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, at least when I was graduating uh, college in 2009, 2010, um, a lot of the video content that you saw online was just just to, to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, BMW, Nike, they were doing all these kind of short films that were really, really cool, but were they worth the million dollars that were being put into mm -hmm. it? Were they selling a million dollars more of shoes because they did a 007 kind of spoof video, probably not. So when we hit the market um, after uh, leaving USC, we really focused on content that, that did something for, for our client. We did a lot of instructional videos. We did a lot of testimonial videos and things like that. Mm -hmm. So do you normally work with other advertising agencies or do you work directly with the client? And what stage do you get involved? Do you sometimes take on the strategy perspective? Do you do storyboards or, or does it really depend on the client? So we offer full service, and that's everything from figuring out why someone wants to create a video, figure out where that video is going to live, um, how it's going to be distributed. Um, we love working with our agency partners because they help with a lot of that. So definitely on some of our smaller clients, we work direct with clients mm -hmm. because they can't afford an agency. But some of our bigger clients, uh, we work with a lot of the local agencies here in Orange County that might be working on a new brand launch, they might be creating a new website, whatever it might be, and then video is a piece of that that marketing launch, that, mm -hmm. that campaign that they're doing. So we get to work um, really early with a lot of the creative directors or the account managers on these projects saying, hey, we're going to be rolling this out. How can Sparkhouse help with video or photography content? And mm -hmm. how does that build into their campaign? And how does that elevate their campaign, not distract from it? Right, so um, I'd say about half the time we're working with agencies and half the time we're working direct with clients. Okay, so if you work with an agency, obviously they would come to you with a kind of a nugget of an idea, 
possibly sometimes you'll work with them to kind of figure out what the strategy is? I mean, do they ever bring you a storyboard or, or a script and say, here, just shoot this? Yeah, so uh, a lot of times with our relationships with our agencies, and, and we understand the process, but that first project, a lot of times an agency will bring us a storyboard mm -hmm. or a script or a concept that they've already honed in on, they figured out they got approved, and they just need someone to execute it. But once working with us, they see that we live, breathe video, that we're thinking about the strategy, we're thinking about these ideas constantly. And a lot of our agency partners now bring us in really early, saying mm -hmm. e even as early as like, hey, we have this client that might want video, mm -hmm. what would you guys do? Um, what we find is that when we come with an idea that, that not only uh, explains what the concept is, how it's gonna integrate into the campaign and how that can potentially grow their business, um, the client's a lot more receptive to say, yes, let's hop into video. Um, when agencies who maybe specialize in social media or web design say, hey, we have this partner, Sparkhouse, and they wanna create a video for you, uh, it, it's gonna cost X amount of dollars. If you don't have like the, the strategy or the idea behind it, it's really hard to get the client to go, oh yeah, that sounds great, I wanna spend more money. Yeah, right? yeah, you gotta yeah. kinda have that, that meat and potatoes on what are you gonna create for them and how is that gonna help their bottom line. That's great. So it sounds like you are flexible, obviously, to work with different types of clients, different types of agencies, and kind of the earlier you get involved, almost the better, right? Especially yeah. for the clients that you work with on a regular basis. We like to know why we're creating the video and, you know, having our team fully understand what we're going to be doing um, really helps elevate the actual quality of the video. Okay, okay. A video, of course, it's very important. Every year you always hear an ad week and everything else. How this is the year of the video, and it seems like every year is the year of the video. So why would you say video is so important? Um, I mean, it, it's constantly changing. Um, I've always, um, kind of when we entered the market, YouTube was really blowing up, and obviously having content on that um, platform is going to just allow for more eyeballs. Um, once Google purchased YouTube, uh, all of a sudden video becomes a big player in SEO, video mm -hmm. SEO. Right. Um, if you're searching for a company and maybe they're not, their website's not ranked at the top, we can create a video that can be ranked at the top um, that they can overcome some of their competition um, you know, very easily. Um, now with Facebook kind of diving in and really pushing video, it's changing the whole game a a again. Um, we're focusing a lot on how people uh, digest video on Facebook, which is completely different than how people digest video on YouTube. So if you were to visit a YouTube page, for example, uh, to watch a video, a lot of times, you know, you're getting your headphones out, you're getting ready, you, you're turning on your speakers, whatever it might be to watch that piece of content. Um, but when you go over to Facebook, a lot of time, this is something that someone's watching on a mobile device on the go in line at Starbucks. Um, maybe they're in a classroom where they're not supposed to be watching that video and mm -hmm. at a workplace where they're not supposed to be watching that video. Um, which means that we're building our video content to, to be able to be uh, digestible without audio, right? So something that's very graphically driven, very visually driven, something that someone on the go on their mobile device can, can easily watch, digest, uh, maybe even drive to a purchase. Um, and again, that's a, just a different medium that we're gonna be focusing on. And so when we create a video, we know, all right, this video is gonna be living on YouTube, we can use audio. This one is gonna be recut to be on Facebook, we're gonna have to figure out a better way to distribute that kind of content. Makes sense, makes sense. I've also read that like, you know, 
people are 80% more likely to watch video than to read a blog or other kind of content. So I guess that adds to the yeah, benefit I mean, of it. There's <laughs> so many benefits when it comes to that. I mean, it, definitely when you land on a web page and you've got, the, you know, 10 pages of content that you can read or you can watch a two-minute video that explains that same content and you can get uh, all the information quickly. Um, it's something that I personally would do. I know uh, other people definitely want to digest through reading, but video is a very easy medium. Um, but yeah, I think there's also things when it comes to like an e-commerce store, um, when someone's looking at even photography, the difference between a photograph of a product and a video of a product is really going to let you know what is the, the material, the quality. You don't get that yeah. from a photo, right? Mm -hmm. And just that noise right there, you know, oh, oh, I thought this was plastic. I didn't know kind of the, the rigidness of this product, um, the, the quality of it, the sheen of it. Um, a, a lot of people can you get that experience of almost being in a store and now you're overcoming a lot of the the hurdles that e-commerce stores have where people purchase things and then don't realize that they bought a miniature version of yeah. something because it, <laughs> it wasn't to scale so th there's a lot of advantages to having video so it i think for us uh we love the fact that you know everyone wants video everyone needs video that's not the hard part people want it it's about figuring out whether it's worth their business uh, to, to invest into a high quality video. That makes sense. You mentioned a little bit about YouTube and about the different social channels. Uh, is there a particular platform that you find is more effective than others or does it really depend on the client, you know, if they want on their particular, you know, web page for their business or for YouTube or? Yeah, I mean, I would say that every video should live on YouTube at one point in its life because, again, the fact that Google owns YouTube uh, YouTube is one of the most uh, viewed channels um, for content and just visited channels on, on uh, the internet. But yeah, you, you really have to focus your delivery method on where that video is living and why you're creating it. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I have a video, uh, you know, a TV here in the mm -hmm. lobby. That doesn't necessarily need to live on YouTube in order to get onto that screen. It can, you know, live on an SD card. Mm -hmm. Again, anything that you create for your lobby, you probably want to also have on YouTube. But we create a bunch of video content that goes, you know, in store. We have stuff in store at the uh, Nectar Juice Bars. Mm -hmm. uh, we have stuff, video that has gone up in Times Square um, for Forever 20. One, mm -hmm. um, you build the content for those distribution methods, and uh, again, yeah, I guess if I had to pick the strongest, it's YouTube. But it doesn't necessarily mean that every video um, is distributed through YouTube. Got it. So, of course, this podcast is all about educating people that might be watching this video. Uh, somebody that's a company or an agency that's looking for a production company or a video company, like, is there particular things they should look for when when seeking one out? Um, I, I mean, I, I think uh, a partnership between agencies, a partnership with any vendor is really about the good, the, the fit into that agency. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, meet with those different uh, vendors, those different agencies, see if they are a good fit. Um, you know, we take pride on kind of not having that, that snootiness that we have to have a certain level budget or we have to have a certain level of, you know, qu quality of location. I filmed a ton of commercials at my own apartment at mm -hmm. my parents' house because we're open to to fitting what the client needs. Um, we've done half a million dollar commercials for huge national brands, uh, but at the same time, I look at that and I would never encourage an uh, entrepreneur or a business owner here in Orange County to spend a half a million dollars on a video mm -hmm. because you're doing things like renting a location that you could ask a friend to get. Uh, you, you're hiring 10 times the, the amount of actors and, and wardrobe and clothes that again, I'm totally fine with going to Target, purchasing clothes, putting them in a commercial and then returning them when we're done. Um, we do that regularly um, 
to make sure that we're accommodating you know different clients so if your agency wants to to execute at a certain level um, or you know in a certain manner to towards your clients uh, just make sure that your vendors fit that model so that you know it doesn't look like you're you're grabbing someone that do doesn't work within your own agency. That makes sense. Uh, and it kind of ties into my next question, which is, you know, there's a lot of different video production companies. What would you say your niche is? Would you say it's kind of what you described, which is you have the flexibility to work with different budgets and filming at your home and going to Target and things like that? Yeah, I mean, um, I think we take pride in, in definitely not wasting our clients' money, mm -hmm. uh, figuring out the best way to spend the budget that they do have, putting those dollars in front of the camera as opposed to in the craft services or in you know renting for locations that you don't need. Um, but on top of that, um, I think the fact that we are film nerds here at the company, that we, we love what we do, so a lot of the things we purchase are film equipment so mm -hmm. we own all of our own film equipment um, a lot of other um, video agencies have to rent things and mm -hmm. so um, it, it doesn't affect big productions because you're gonna have to rent things anyways but when a client comes to us and says hey we just want this one little video added to our bigger brand video that you created last year we're able to do that very easily very quickly um, we also have you know our sprinter van full of equipment so that we can go on location again just very nimble we have a lot of our clients that call us and say you know, can you film something tomorrow? Can, mm -hmm. you, can you figure out a way to get this thing done? And that, that's what we take pride in figuring out, uh, making sure that we can uh, provide our clients with the services they need. That makes sense. And I know that you are an entrepreneur at heart and you have other efforts. Do you mind sharing a little bit about some of the other yeah. initiatives that you have? Um, I think the big one that fits into definitely within the ad fed and, and what we're doing here um, uh, is our nonprofit that we now, we started five years ago, uh, Forge 54. It's a 54-hour 54 54 skilled giving hackathon weekend mm -hmm. um, where we bring together agencies, creatives, students, young professionals um, together. We Normally every year we have over 100 volunteers. Um, we come together and we pick one nonprofit that is in need of marketing help and, and we work 54 hours straight um, mm -hmm. to, to provide that the marketing help uh, pro bono. So, these 100 volunteers come Friday at noon with a laptop in hand and a sleeping bag and a change of clothes. And they don't leave until Sunday at 6. And Sunday at like 7.30, we present that final deliverable to the nonprofit that we picked. And, and that includes things like commercials, videos, websites, mobile apps, uh, photography, PR campaigns, social media campaigns, rewrite of copy. This last year, we redid their brand, their logo. So um, I think that's a really cool organization that's pulling a lot of the Orange County agencies and marketing people together. Um, and it's also making an impact uh, locally because we, we try to support uh, local nonprofits and, and help them with their marketing where we saw a lack that a lot of um, nonprofits, they're not really allowed to spend on marketing. So that's yeah. always kind of their weaker spot. So. And it sounds like because you do a combination of different things, you need a combination of different types of people, right? Writers, designers, uh, AEs, I don't know, all sorts of levels to be part of this organization. Yeah, and that's why it's not a Sparkhouse event. It's, yeah. it's Forge 54. It's its own thing. Uh, Sparkhouse definitely provides all of the, the volunteers on the video side and, and as well as the equipment on the video side. But we also bring in other competing video agencies to hmm. also help. So we, have, we wow. have other video agencies that we collaborate with during that weekend. But yeah, when we come into a social media need, 
uh, definitely Sparkhouse doesn't offer that. So we bring in social media experts, different agencies that specialize in that. And that goes across all of them, everything from mobile apps, uh, websites, uh, copywriting, you know, all, all that stuff that, that maybe Sparkhouse can't do, but that's part of what Forge 54 can Got do. It. So you've been a business owner for eight 15 years? 15 now. years, wow, <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> so what would you say is the most rewarding part of that? Uh, running your own business. Um, I, I guess just that like this is really, it, it's almost like when you got your project at another job or you, uh, even in school, you know, you got your project, you're in charge of everything about it, um, picking what the decorations look like. Um, it, it's cool to have this living, breathing thing that you're kind of in charge of day in and day out. It's also the, the worst part of it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're on the hook for making sure everyone's getting payroll, that you're paying rent, that you guys have enough business to, to keep the doors open. And it's something that, you know, you take a, in waves. But um, it, it's it's the, the most rewarding part of it as well. That makes sense. And what would you say is the most uh, surprising or maybe challenging part about it? Um, I don't know if it's naive to, to think this, but to to know that you're always kind of chasing that, that next project. You, you got to have that steady flow of business. You know, we all, we, I have clients that I've had and kept for 15 years that um, have been good, consistent clients from the beginning. Um, and then I also have clients that just walk in the door and, and they might only be here for a year um, because of their own strategies or, or they, they might even be closing. But to always have that constant flow of new business and figuring out, you know, what's that next project. Makes sense. I always like to ask people about other companies or other you know entities or brands that are doing things that are interesting in video. Is there any companies that you can think of that are, are just doing something very innovative now in video? The the stuff that I really get attracted to is how people are using video outside of, of TV, of you know paying millions of dollars to get those views. How are they creatively getting views or getting interactions outside of that? So can you build it into building video into kiosks, into platforms, into touch screens, into, into websites and campaigns and things that, that are going beyond just watching it within that, that cube. So mm. anyone that's thinking um, how can the video really integrate into a campaign as opposed to just be a, an element, I, I think is, is going to be the future of where video is going. Makes sense. And of course, this is an Orange County chapter of the American Advertising Federation. I always like to find out why Orange County? Why do you like having your business here in Orange County? So I'm born and raised Orange County. I, I uh, grew up in Mission Viejo, went to, to high school here at Capistrano Valley. I even went to Saddleback Junior College. Um, I did my, my two years up in LA uh, for USC, hated it up there. Really, I, I love the community here in Orange County. The, the fact that I don't feel like I have to walk every door every time I walk in and out. You know, Orange County is kind of that, that great, clean, safe area. But I think um, it's also growing in the fact that we have a ton of creative agencies. We have a ton of artists and talented people that have decided that, you know, LA is not a good fit for them. And I think it's, it's, uh, it's a vibe in the fact that I enjoy hanging out with our agency partners and our clients because they've chosen Orange County as well for, for whatever reason. Is it the sun? Is it the beach? Is it, you know, the, the attitude that you like to get stuck in traffic on the 405? Mm. But you, the people are here for a reason and I think we all get along because of that. Um, I also do kind of like that David and Goliath kind of fight that we have where, um, you know, video specifically and a lot of advertising is done in LA. It's done in San Francisco, it's done in New York. Um, Orange County isn't necessarily worldwide known as this advertising hub, um, but we have some of the biggest companies uh, here. And so figuring out ways that we can take giant companies that are based in Orange County that think they need to go to LA to get some great marketing, 
convincing them and ex- showing them, exposing them to the ad fed of Orange County and, and the, the organizations that we have here it is a fun uphill battle that, that I think we're finally starting to, to tick away at and win. Makes sense, makes sense. You know, I wanted to ask you earlier too, also your, your company's name is Sparkhouse. How did that name come about? Uh, Sparkhouse was uh, a rebrand, again, right out, of, right out of college that we did, um, really came from um, the logo. So the logo is that, that angler fish that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, the, the founding partners at the time uh, were all big ocean people, surfing. Um, I started the company in, while playing water polo. Uh, water was always a big thing. So we really went to the ocean for inspiration for mm-hmm. our brand. That's where the anglerfish came from. And then Sparkhouse is really the idea that, just like an anglerfish, they have that spark, that, that lantern that attracts their, uh, their prey to them so that they can eat them. Mm-hmm. We've always wanted to be that spark for our clients, that video that attracts their customers to them so that they can eat them. <laughs> uh, so it's kind of been that, that kind of back uh, story that we have. But um, besides that, I think it's just a cool name, cool logo. No, it is very cool, very cool. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you very much for doing this. But before we officially end, I would love if you could share maybe uh, your website as well as Forge54's website so that people can find out more. Yeah, Uh, our website for Sparkhouse is www.thesparkhouse.com. You can check out all our work there as well as uh, all of our past clients and things like that. And then for the nonprofit Forge54, it's www.forge54thenumber.com. Thank you again. Appreciate it.